good, better, best. Never settle for less till the good is better and the better is the fucking best. Welcome to Beyond the Fear, a space for rebels and dreamers, healers and soul seekers, lightworkers and rule breakers, artists and creators who are ready to break free from fear and live a life that turns them on. Hey, I'm Nadine Zomot and in my early 20s I broke free from an oppressive culture in the Middle East that was suffocating my free spirit and denying me the ability to follow my intuition. I now embrace a life that exceeds my wildest imagination and my mission is to guide you to do the same. My unique method brings together practical aspects of money coaching, energetics, trauma and nervous system healing, spirituality and inner child work, and as a result, my clients are now able to follow their desires and tap into the richness of life, elevating not just themselves, but also their communities. This podcast is about integrating and healing our shadow parts to amplify our essence and live life guided by our intuition. My guests and I will be sharing our stories and wisdom to help guide you to embracing and living life passionately, because there's nothing sexier in life than a person who embraces their authentic power. The world needs you to show up as you, in your power, in your authenticity, your imperfections, your rebellion, and in your truth. Because if this little girl from Jordan can do it, so can you. So now, what about you? What's waiting for you beyond the fear? Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Fear. The title of this episode is Rule Number One, Never Settle. This mantra and the little rhyme I shared with you at the beginning of this episode is something I used to write a lot inside of my diary as a teen. Never settling is not about always going for more, more, more. Never settling is about not gaslighting yourself and not cheating yourself of who you truly are and who you are meant to be. And I get that this message is not for everyone. For some of you, it might just not make sense just yet, and that's okay. But for some, you know exactly what I mean. You are the ones who know you are meant for more than being held back by your fear. But it's not fear that's holding you back. It's your trauma. When we misname the invisible quicksand that keeps you stuck, and when we call it fear, it makes us feel broken like we have to fight against ourselves. But when we start looking at what's holding us back as trauma, this opens a more expansive dialogue. It becomes a rich ground for healing, compassion, and even pattern breaking. But I can totally see how blaming it on fear can be easier. And I know how admitting that you have trauma is not that easy. But when you are stuck in an unfulfilling job, while you know deep down that you should be out there doing something else, like coaching people, for example, or pursuing another dream job, but you simply cannot get yourself to make the necessary moves, this is not a mindset game. It's deeper than fear. 
it's trauma that's holding you back. If you keep buying courses, reading self-help books and listening to podcasts to help motivate and inspire you, but you are still unable to make the moves you need to make, or if you have this lifelong dream of like just traveling the world or visiting a particular place or to have a baby, for example, but you keep self-sabotaging, Again, this is not because you're a scaredy cat or you need to rewire your mindset or push yourself harder. This is your trauma that is keeping you from going for your dreams. And when you ignore your dreams, when you ignore your desires, you will have this constant feeling of being unfulfilled. I say this from first-hand experience, and this is one of the most common underlying causes of overspending. It's the lack of fulfillment. And when you ignore or you override your soul's desires, you will also feel unsatisfied. And it's because of this lack of satisfaction and the feeling of unfulfillment, you will become frustrated, angry, and disappointed. All the not-self themes for human design. (laughs) So you end up spending your time and your energy and your money and all that stuff just to try to fill the void. You are worthy of the time and the effort. And you're worthy of having dreams and desires that you can pursue. I speak to a lot of people who tell me that they just want to break free. They get these urges to, to just like pack their lives and start fresh. I created this episode because I want to tell you that it is so, so, so important to follow your soul's desires because I truly believe that our soul speaks through our desires and through the things that we are suddenly curious about and through intuitive hits and nudges. It is important to follow our soul's desires, but not from a place of traumatization. The desire to pack it all up and leave can come from trauma, meaning the desire can come from a flight response. If you want to travel because you really want to see the world versus you want to travel because you want to get out of a life that you hate, see, same desire, but coming from two very different energies and intentions, it will change the outcome. With trauma healing, we start making more aligned decisions. Instead of grabbing the first flight out, we instead make decisions from a place of creativity, not reactivity. I had the same nudge a few years ago. I had this crazy desire to quit my stable and quite awesome job at the University of Melbourne to go to New Orleans. That was possibly one of the craziest notions or ideas I ever had. Everyone thought I was crazy, and I probably was, because people were asking me, why do you want to go to New Orleans? I'm like, I don't know. And for others, I would tell them, because my intuition is telling me to. And I am so, so glad I did this, because so many possibilities opened up for me. So I, you know, it was scary, but I followed my intuition. And let me tell you what happened. My company, Save a Million Cents, got created from following that nudge. I also met my husband, Tommy, because I followed that nudge. I followed that desire wholeheartedly because I knew it came from an authentic place, not from trauma. 
So your desires don't really need to make sense, but they can't come from a place of traumatization. Otherwise, you will self-sabotage. Let me tell you the difference. So an inauthentic desire or a trauma desire, it is, it's a desire that comes from your trauma or your wounding. The difference between the two and how I personally tell and how I teach my clients to tell between whether it's an authentic or, a, or an inauthentic desire is how that desire feels in your body. Inauthentic desires or those that come from unhealed wounds or trauma, they feel urgent constrictive, they make you feel small, uh, they make you feel like this urgent scarcity, they will make your body feel tense, Um, it will come from a place of comparison, or it will come from um, the need to prove yourself to to, to your others or yourself, like you want to prove something to yourself or to others, or like wanting to prove that you are worthy or that you're cool. Inauthentic desires often come from a place of reactivity or reaction, not creativity. Authentic desires, on the other hand, are those that make you feel this expansive fuck yes in your body. They come from creativity and they make you feel so like excited, but also in a also calm. You might drop everything and pursue them, but it's not from a place of urgency. It it's coming from a, this like this zest of excitement. So this is how you can distinguish between the two. Another reason why you shouldn't ignore your desires because within these desires lie the lessons you need for your own evolution, spiritual and otherwise. This is why denying or ignoring your desires is actually a disservice to the world. Your authentic desires will never lead you astray. So, for example, to quit my job and go traveling, I needed to save $26,000 in seven months. I'm going to tell you in a later episode why it had to be in seven months. <laughs> and at the time I was working full time and I was doing circus uh, training as a student and I didn't want to work even harder. But that desire, just the, the strong desire to travel, that in itself inspired me to create this awesome financial system, which helped me save the 26K effortlessly. (laughs) So this desire opened up so many doors for me. The trip opened many doors, but also what I had to do to make this trip happened opened up a lot. When I developed that financial system I was just talking about, um, I don't know, through word of mouth, I got invited to teach it in seminars. Then I started teaching, I developed more on it, and I started teaching it to my one-on-one clients. And then I ended up documenting this whole process for my online community, The Money Sanctuary. And I am going to be sharing about what's inside The Money Sanctuary in a couple of episodes, so keep your ears peeled for that. So this is just a small example of how your curiosity can open up so many doors and possibilities. So please do not ignore yourself. 
Trauma can also block you from your intuition and your life's purpose. And this is why healing trauma is so, so, so important. If you don't take the time to go in and heal from deep within, you will live life trying to fill the void and chase fulfillment. When you have unhealed trauma, we move through life in survival mode. And when, when we are in survival mode, when um, we're operating from that place of survival, we are not actually open to intuitive hits. Survival mode, which is pretty much operating from that fight, flight, or freeze response, that shuts us off from connection. It is a survival mechanism, actually. So when we're in survival mode, we cannot wholeheartedly thrive. However, you don't have to wait until you are fully healed to live the life of your dreams. That is not what I'm saying. I don't actually think that anyone will be ever perfectly healed. Healing is not something that you just like cross off of your to-do list. Check, healed. That's not how it works. What I'm saying here is that healing trauma will change the lens by which you view and experience the world. And as you heal, your desires will become more authentic. And your trauma is not a limitation. It is not an obstacle or something that puts you at a disadvantage. Your trauma can actually give your life purpose a unique flavor. Your life circumstances and the cards you are dealt teach you a set of skills that become very unique to you. And these skill sets can intertwine with your life's purpose. The emotional, physical, and financial abuse, plus the way women are treated as second-class citizens in Jordan, made me value freedom more than anything. These circumstances made me so passionate about honoring freedom in every way possible. And in a sense, this became the foundation of my coaching business, helping people find freedom from fear and helping people find the freedom to enjoy their lives through authentic self-expression and living in alignment with their life's purpose. I believe that your life purpose is simply the art of showing up as authentically as possible, being able to follow your intuition and desires and sharing your gifts with the world. And the authentic expression of your life's purpose is flavored by your own life, lived experiences, hardships, your blessings, your education, your background, everything. It gives your, your life's purpose a unique flavor. And the reason why I chose money coaching is because money is so volatile and it's so hairy, it creates such a sweet shortcut to our core wounds. Just tell me how you feel about money and I will tell you what your core wounds are and I will help you heal them. Another reason why I chose money coaching is because I always see how money can hold us back in so many ways. While I 100% support you follow your desires and I'm a true, true believer, <laughs> true believer that our intuition speaks to us through nudges and curiosities, sometimes these nudges and curiosities cost money, most of the time. So I want to teach you how you can afford to do that. Follow your gut on a whim. 
Another thing I see a lot of is, how many times have you dismissed or postponed your dreams or stopped yourself from going for what you want because you can't afford to? Or because you can't even see or fathom how you can even make a decent living from doing your dream job or opening your dream business. Or because your finances are so disorganized, you don't even know where to begin. Or because you are waiting until you have more money. Not making peace with our relationship with money can really, really place us at a disadvantage. This is why I created things like the Money Sanctuary, because I don't want you to be held back by money. Your your dreams and desires, you cannot dismiss them. And this is not just another motivational pep talk about following your dreams. I am urging you to follow your dreams because within your dreams and desires lie the lessons and the healing your soul wants you to do. For example, with a desire to become an entrepreneur, which as it's normal for an entrepreneur, especially in the beginning, to have inconsistent income, you will have a fertile ground to lean in and heal your attachment wounds. So to fulfill certain dreams and desires, you have to do a fair bit of soul searching and trauma healing to get to where you want to be. I'm not saying it's going to be hard because if it's coming from an authentic place, you're going to be so motivated to do everything. And here's another example. From my desire to help you heal your trauma so you can express yourself more authentically and live in freedom, I had to heal my own money trauma because my money trauma kept me stuck and stagnant. And this birthed the unique flavor of the trauma healing work that I do with my clients. Not many people do the same work that I do. So there's a lot of, you know, trauma coaches, a lot of money coaches, but not many people combine both of them in exactly the way that I do because my work is infused by my own lived experience, my past trauma, by my travels, by my interests, by my passions, by the lessons that I that I learned while I was doing trapeze, for example, when I was a circus student. Um, it's just, you know, it's influenced by the way that I see the world and of course my upbringing, which makes it unique and resonant for my clients who share my values and the view of the world. And the same exact thing goes for you. Your healing journey, your trials, your tribulations, your blessings, your elations, and your refusal to settle are the components that make up your values and your life's purpose. The decision to never settle for a life that is less than is the one is like one of the biggest motivators that drives us to heal trauma. Okay, so wrapping it up, I am going to give you your little journal prompt or homework for today, for this week. So take some time this week to look at your life beyond societal norms and beyond the expectations and beyond social media and beyond what your parents want from you. Tap in, tap within and go into the soul level or if you want to call it your higher self or your inner knowing and ask that part of you, what is your idea of success? What is your soul's vision of success? 
And another thing I would like to invite you to think about this week is how can you make room in your budget or your money plan to accommodate your wildest desires? Maybe first, what are your wildest desires? And then how can you make room for these wild desires in your money plan? This is actually one of the foundations of the Money Sanctuary. So I invite you to join the Money Sanctuary if you would like to learn how to create a soul-aligned budget that can accommodate your whims and desires. Okay, everyone, thank you for listening. Remember, you are worthy of good things. You are worthy of spending time and money on yourself. You are worthy of enjoying life and you are worthy to live unburdened by trauma. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to seeing you next week. We are going to dive into the wonders of solo travel. So until then, stay safe. Bye for now.